When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Welcome back, everybody. Uh, of course, we are with Andy Beckerman and Naomi Perrigan uh, talking about scary stories to tell in the pot or scary stories to tell in the dark. The series, not the podcast. We didn't ask you both on just to talk about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about microphones, recording techniques. <laughs> what frequency is it? Forty four point one kilohertz or forty eight? Finally, one weird listener is like, this is what I was waiting for. You know? <laughs> this is what I find chilling if they don't uh, encode the MP3 correctly. Oh, my God. <laughs> chilling. Yeah. I mean, so. So, yes, we've covered we've covered like the horror of bugs, the horror of being um, an incubator for multiple oh, vermin yeah. in the red spot. Yeah, that's very. I'm also I got to say in the red spot, a spider lays eggs in the cheek of a girl. I'm curious does the teller of this story understand the biology of spiders? Because how's it going to lay eggs in? Well, that's in the question. She must have had an open wound, right? That's, she must have had. How else does it get under the skin? Well, yeah. I mean, look, I don't know how exactly I uh, spiders lay their eggs, but I do know that, like, it seems from having to clean out the garbage can 30 yeah. times last week full of fly <laughs> eggs. It seems oh. like they just squirt eggs everywhere. Ew, ew, it seems ew. like oh. why are insects. you telling people we got you telling people about <laughs> all the damn s- insects we have in our house, making it sound like we living in the favelas, <laughs> girl. You know I don't be liking to project this image. So anyway, <laughs> we now have to deal with Bolsonaro and flies. <laughs> that is, yeah, no, the, I've I have done the exact same thing. I've had to bleach a trash can because my roommates were filthy people. Um, okay, so we're your yeah. roommates, I guess is what you're saying. Well, no, no, we just I we can't. were away for Naomi That's taping true. her That's true. Naomi that taping her it. Netflix special. Uh, <laughs> coming it, soon. You know, to and Netflix. that's the thing. Fly eggs in the trash can can happen to people with Netflix specials. It can happen to anybody. <laughs> but when we got back, there were fly eggs. Some some like, industrious fly. Yeah, decided yeah. to use our uh, use our trash can as a hatchery. Yeah, I. I mean, this is my my husband has recently become uh, a plant daddy. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a thing, yeah. and like getting a lot of plants. And I, I like the I like the aesthetic appeal of plants, but he has to put poison in the plants once a week to keep gnat colonies from developing. Oh god! And I'm like, oh, I don't want to invite that in here. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I wor- we worked long and hard as human beings to get that out of there. Exactly. You know, like it's outside. Mm-hmm. We're inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, allowances have to be made and I'm happy to make them. <laughs> okay. Chris is, Chris is just off screen with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing though, just to talk about the horror movie of it all. Right. And we talk yes. about how horror people are dumb. Think mm. about the start of the story though. While Ruth slept, a spider crawled across her. Oh, forget it. I was gonna say it stopped for several minutes on her cheek. And I'm like, why does she not get it? 
But she I was- guess she was asleep. But I was going to blame the victim. And I should have wow, done that to Ruth. Wow. I should have done that to Ruth. In but 2021, Nancy. No, Andy. Blaming. Andy. I realized she was asleep because I was like, you just laying there letting a spider chill? <laughs> but I see she was out. She was out. The story, I would have a lot of questions about this story if, like, Ruth was lying on her bed, perfectly awake, and a spider stopped on her face for five minutes. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. She was asleep. Yeah, it's like. She was playing yeah. online boggle and she had like three minutes to finish the level. So she had to. It's yeah, always online boggle with the kids. <laughs> the kids want the boggle. Um, so, okay. I, we've given you. So from the red spot to the story we gave you, Andy, this is, this is a, a long jump. Mm-hmm. This is a very strange story. I'm just going to give you a heads up. It's one of the reasons why we've held off on it for so long. Okay. It's a weird one. Um, we have given you, of course, the man who lived in Leeds. Right. Uh, and I'll let you take it away. And of course, the Leeds we're talking about are f- the Glengarry Leeds from the <laughs> famous mammoth play, <laughs> Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> Give me the Leeds. All right. <laughs> a man who lived in Leeds. There was a man who lived in Leeds. He filled his garden full of seeds. And when the seeds began to grow, it was like a garden filled with snow. But when the snow began to melt, it was like a ship without a belt. And when the ship began to sail, it was like a bird without a tail. And when the bird began to fly, it was like an eagle in the sky. And when the sky began to roar, it was like a lion at my door. And when the door began to crack, it was like a penknife in my back. And when my back began to bleed, I was dead, dead, dead indeed. Ah! Okay, you just e got it. That's an e got. <laughs> Holy smokes! A beautiful rendition. The building mania I have not yet heard before in the reading of this, and it works very well. I have to say. And I want you to know this was a cold read. This was a cold this was read. A cold read. Okay, you're just looking at it. I mean, Hollywood is calling, and they're calling hard. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, look, if there's one thing, there is a maniac inside that I tamp down. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you'll and take this, any excuse and, to scream. And you let it out for the sake of a podcast, and I appreciate or it. Or if someone attacks one of my loved ones, <laughs> the maniac's it. coming out. That is it. And, th- and maybe this story could be helpful. If you're listening and you feel that you can't quite access that, I'm going to defend my loved ones, maybe give a read in the way Andy just did. This was mm-hmm. real. Okay. This is a weird story, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. What's, what do you think, like, who do you think this story is for? Roll doll. <laughs> I I really don't I really don't understand. Well, to be f- sorry, I was looking at it again. I'm like, there's not enough anti-Semitic content for it to be for Roll Doll. So, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> well, you, listen, you know there are no heroes. Everybody, <laughs> grow up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is uh, like I guess I guess first of all, it's a rhyming scary story. Rare, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so this is also in the category of scary story um, in which at the end you scream and jump at someone. Mm-hmm, ah, mm-hmm. so it's like a jump scare story. But it's, it's a jump scare story. But it's also a, a performance. I mean, there are stage yes. directions in this story. 
Yes, it's a monologue. It is a true, it's a true monologue. It feels very like I'm auditioning for the Shakespeare play, but I don't want to be too <laughs> on the nose. You know? Yeah. Yeah, this one is also, it, it, like, I, again, I've heard this story a thousand times because I had this book on audio tape. And that reading gave me so much more context and interest Th- because it it felt as though in this, um, there was a man who lived in Leeds is speaking about himself. Mm. That was the take that I got. Wow. wow. Andrew. Yeah. Andy Beckerman, I mean. There are two Andrews here, so I have to be like, Andrew Beckerman? Andrew Farmer. Do you Listen, call me, we, hold on a second. Do you I call, call you, me Andrew? Like only sometimes, like for the effect. Sometimes the full name is required. All right. Like when I'm in trouble. Andrew no. Douglas Beckerman. <laughs> does your does your family call you Andy? Yeah. He's Andy on okay. all platforms. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. One time in religious school, I did tell my teacher that my actual name was Andre. I think I said, I I don't know if I said this part, but I think I said we were from Canada. And then she, because she was friends with my parents. She goes, so Andy's real name is Andre? And they're like, no. (laughs) Where did you get that? From him. From Andre. I don't know why I said it. There was no, it was not like, I think it tickled me to like tell her that. A friend of mine's mom is a child psychologist, and she mentioned that um, very often kids say things to test reality, which I think, like, I also did. Like, sometimes you just say a thing and wait for someone to be like, no, that's not how it is. And you're like, oh, yeah. I like to say – sometimes I would say things. One, I would say it to just hear what it sounded like out loud. Mm. And I feel like I mm-hmm. even do that It was a stand-up. Like, part of why I say things in weird voices or cadences or just like – because I'm like – is this right? Is this normal? Like, <laughs> how will this sound if I say it? Because it's been in my head and it always makes me laugh, if that makes any sense. Um, and then uh, as a course. kid saying stuff just to see, like, will people believe me? Can I say something with, like, enough, you know, confidence that someone's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, you're very good at that because you're, you know, you don't have... um. You're very deadpan. So you're good. Yeah. You'll just say something. And then because, mm. because Andy reads so many books, I'm like, all right. And then he's like, no, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. not. I'm a great liar, which is why I don't like doing it. Because it's like too, yeah. Yeah. I, it's too easy to, to lie. And I don't want to like, I don't want to have to keep track of the lies. Yes. It's so much, it's it's so much work. So I'm just like, I'll just yeah. be truthful. Like, I wish there was like a real ethical reason why I'm like, you shouldn't lie. Like, I read in Kant's critique of pure reason or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, it's, it's like, no, it's just, uh, I'm too lazy. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to lie. I, w- we just talked about um, a couple episodes ago. I once as a kid faked a really convincing ghost on, on uh, a photograph. Um, I, I sprayed some talcum powder in the air in my basement. I took a picture of it. 
But then my conscience got the better of me and I freaked out when the pictures got developed because I was like, oh my God, what if someone finds these and is like, ghosts are real and this becomes a whole thing. And so, yeah, I just wrote on the back of all of them like, this is fake. I am a nine-year-old boy and I made this and I'm very sorry. It, I made it with talcum powder in the air. Wait, um, wait, who were these pictures for? They were your pictures. They were just mine. But I don't know what. I think I was concerned that some bizarre thing would happen. They would end up in the hands of somebody else. And the fact that I was very aware of the upset around the fake uh, Loch Ness monster photos. Mm. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm-hmm. that really messed a lot of people up. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to be behind something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you don't want to be um, behind a hoax. There's a difference between a lie and a hoax. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. a hoax. That's exactly it. Yeah. And I think like when you let a lie go on long enough, it be, yeah. then it's a hoax. Well, because you're taking you know? other people down with you. Exactly. Yeah, the hoax exactly. is because you're yeah you you've embroiled other people. You've because made them of complicit. the society we live oh, in. Oh my god! Everything <laughs> is a hoax. Oh my god, Andy. <laughs> Andy, I threw away your ivermectin, okay? And I want you to know that that's your bottom. How am I supposed to get rid of all my horse worms? <laughs> I mean, we talked about indoor pests. I mean, I, I use ivermectin just to get rid of indoor pests. Right. I'm, I'm not yeah. taking it. Yeah. If, if I, I put a little on my finger and on my tongue, that doesn't mean I'm taking I'm it. Taking exactly. it. Just I rub it along my gums. It doesn't mean <laughs> taking it. It's because I rub it on my gums and have great ideas. <laughs> stay up all night. Here's a question about a man who lived in Leeds. Um, is there another performer whose take you would like to see of it, whose recitation? Th- you set a high bar. I'm not sure many people could outdo you. But is there a performer who you're just interested, like, what would theirs look like? Oh, wow. I mean, I got, you know, I always go traditional Shakespeare when I think of, like, oh, yeah. great performance. So, you know, obviously, <laughs> I do not know what's going on. It's the ivermectin, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything that there that I would like slur my speech on the tube. <laughs> uh, I want to go with uh, Sir Ian McKellen or uh, Patrick Stewart because yes, I mean they like you know I I know that it's a cliche to say they could read the phone book and I would be enthralled, but it's, it's really the true. They're such exquisite actors. Yeah, that. I really like I, Shakespeare is, is to me is like just BS, right? I'm mm. yeah, I'm out here it's saying that. I'm out here saying wow. that the bard total BS. Wow, Andy, now that's what I call punching up <laughs> the bard. But they make like like you know mostly when you hear Shakespeare, just like all right, whatever, dude. Yeah, but they I can get make that. you feel it. They can actually like whatever make it make that sense. emotion was back in the you know fifteen sixteen hundreds. They can actually you're channel. totally you're totally right that there is like it, it it is so much I think and it's like very cliche for a performer to be like no it's about the words but it's like no 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 like if you can make like old dusty cobwebby language mm-hmm. feel like new and now and like I know this I feel this I think that is more on the performer's end mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. I saw them. I saw uh, E. McKellen and Patrick Stewart do Waiting for Godot. Oh, God. And it was. Oh, my God. It was really. They were They were so fun. They were like. E. McKellen also is like so spry on yeah. stage. He's a bit of an imp. He can be a bit of an yes, imp. Yes, he's impish. And I, I think of him as like Magneto. I don't think yeah. of him as being impish. Yeah. Um, and to see him like mischievous. <laughs> wild. Where was it? It was on. It was. Like, I was teaching at NYU at the time, oh, and I got York, free okay. tickets okay. to take my class. So it was like in New York. Okay, it's like a real, like a real deal. Yeah, yeah. I think it was on Broadway town. for a while. 
saying the name of a theater. You know that it was on Broadway. That's you know they were on Broadway. I do know Lucille Rattel is off Broadway. They were at the Nederlander, Henny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think there's, I would love, uh, like, to give Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen this this like series of books and have them read the stories is very I mean that would be really amazing I I um Anna and I had an acting teacher in college named Michael Potts who is like one of the best actors he was in The Wire he played Brother Muzon oh yeah oh um, yes 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 so so great such an amazing performer oh, God, he and it's like also one of our dreams to like just have him like read one of these stories to us because it's just <laughs> it's some there's something so impactful in his voice yeah. And like you really like hear it and feel it, and um, and yeah, I don't know. I think like with these ghost stories, what we found and what's so fun about having other people read them is like to get someone's take of very sparse language. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lets it lets it lets the performer thrive and come out, which we really love. What were you and teaching at NYU? It's teaching playwriting. You were teaching them how to write plays. I was. I was. Problem. It was a very Miracle it was a pretty studios. wild. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, how do you feel? You're on a podcast with two professors, two former two professors. Two former professors. I love it. Oh. Well, obviously, I love it. <laughs> Get that Andy, ivermectin you, out of your mouth. <laughs> it, <laughs> Andy, what did you teach? Philosophy. <gasps> oh my God. That is much more impressive. Wow. Uh... <laughs> That's that's that the only I, I'll just make that sound and you can put it all together. From <laughs> yeah, put it all together. That's amazing philosophy. How, how long did you teach? Uh, I taught uh, four years. Four years before wow. I moved to New York to do comedy. That's a really good chunk. Yeah, it was good. No, I was I I, I did some good stuff. I showed. Uh, everything from uh, 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 Walter Benjamin to Sartre to Wonder Chosen. <laughs> I do feel like there is quite a pipeline from um, the the philosophy student to uh, the comedian. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there, I feel like that is very there. There's something right there because once you understand like the absurdity of so much, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, well, might as well do this on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the experience of teaching for me, I like very quickly realized like I really enjoy it. I did not find it energizing. Mm, and I mm-hmm. think in order to be like, I'm a teacher, I think that in some way it has to energize you. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's draining. <laughs> it's sure draining. Oh, my gosh. Is it exhausting? And also it's like when when students want – like I don't know any of them. I don't know what to tell you the right thing to do is. Like I can barely like figure out the right setting to wash my laundry at like <laughs> – I can like just talk about your work. Yeah. But so many people are like, yeah. please tell me. You know? That's the oh, thing. Really? That's, I, oh, think I would have loved that. With But with playwriting, <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, you had the more difficult job because like you can't, you can't actually, you can teach like what, I don't know, what uh, uh, structure and stuff like that. Right. But if someone's mm. not like, doesn't have any kind of, Chops, uh, chops. Yeah, thanks. I was like, or I don't mean it to sound like kernel of talent. It. Kernel right? of if, talent. If there's a not kernel. even a kernel of talent, kernel. right? If it's if it's just pedestrian or worse, what do you do with that? You can just like it's the same thing with like when UCB was like, no, we're going to teach you to be funny. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You're going to teach yeah. structure. You can teach right. someone how to do a Harold, but that's not going to make them be funny. Yeah, that's in a that really world. oh good lord. That's <laughs> a really good point. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think what was funny about that, like. The scariest thing is paying that much money to go to theater school, but <laughs> um, but I, there was one time where at the first like the first day I would always say like you know like what's your where do you where's a place you could see yourself in five years like what are you doing what are you blah blah 
And there was a student who was like, I see myself being a Disney princess at Disney World. And I was like, oh, I, I, totally valid thing to yeah, want. Sure. I was like, I, you might not need to <laughs> be, you might not need to like Spend pay hundreds of thousands exactly. of dollars. Exactly. You don't need to spend like what, 50 grand a year, probably more now. And like, that student then was like, oh, and left and did become a Disney princess. She did it for like a year or two. And then she went back to school. And I thought that I was awesome. love wow. that for her. Isn't that cool? That's wow. wonderful. Yeah. I was like, I think that's great. And it was like, she did it. She was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't like check. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, God, I and now on to something yeah. else. Yeah. Did she go, go back to NYU or just college in general? I think she went back to NYU. I don't know that she went back to theater. Yeah. Like yeah, I, th- yeah. I did, well, she yeah, had done but, it. Um, that was she was in the greatest show on earth, you know? <laughs> she had done it really. <laughs> I know it's not I know the circus is technically the greatest show on earth, but like showing up at Disney World and like standing outside in the hot yeah. sun for like 12 hours a day and making yeah. and children she, happy. And she picked the one where she doesn't have to wear like a thing on her head, right? Yes, Huge. exactly. Yes. Yes. So she's and, really performing. Yeah, I went on a date with a Prince Charming who played like Cinderella's prince yeah. at Disney World. And he told some real he told some real wild stories in one date. They can <laughs> only be out there 20 minutes at a time because no one can see a Disney princess or prince sweat. Oh, honey, I would make it four minutes. <laughs> oh my God. So they have like run inside, dab, dab, dab. Yeah, like like absolutely blasted with cold air. And then they're ready to go out for another 20 minutes. That yeah, wow. doesn't sound wild. healthy. <laughs> I blasted with cold air. It does kind of sound like some sort of torture thing, right? Like you go and sweat yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we're going to make you cold and then you just keep going back and forth. We're going to make you sweat. We're going to make you cold. Ooh, we're going to make you sweat. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like SoulCycle might charge $4,000 to do that. You know, like yeah, make you sweat, blast you with cold air. Um, both of you... Andy, Naomi, this has been an absolute joy. You told your stories gorgeously. Thank you. And, uh, and thank you for sharing all of these very vulnerable parts about uh, the things that we all find scary. <laughs> thank you yeah. so much for having us. This was really beautiful. I'm sorry a couple of times I turned it around and asked you questions as though it was my I, podcast. Uh, but I, I was I, so listen, excited. I'm through. I'm through. Believe it or not, as the host of a podcast, sometimes I like talking about myself, and that is something I have to. Sometimes that, that's something I have to unpack personally. Um, before before we go, uh, we have a little segment that we like to call "Scary Ideas for Things That Could Happen," um, where we just say a frightening thing, brief that could happen to someone. For instance, I'll go first, and uh, when the moment strikes you, each of you can go. Um, you are making a smoothie and you uh, put in, you're on autopilot, you put in some ingredients, you press the smoothie machine, it blends up and you notice that the color of the smoothie is the exact same color of your skin tone and you see that the setting you put it on was you. (laughs) And that could happen. (laughs) Um, do I have to tell my frightening thing as beautifully as you just did? Not at all. Okay, because basically for me, you know, real fear that could really happen is semen in a soap dispenser. <gasps> you know, you go into a public resting and they have those soap dispensers, you know, <sighs> and either sometimes it looks a little like white, like the soap, or you can't see, period, right, yes. until it comes out. And just like <laughs> you give a push, imagine and then you go to wash your hands. And you're like, why aren't my hands clean? Why isn't it sudsing? Nightmare. I will never forget that. 
You're welcome. Oh, that could happen. That could happen. <laughs> that could happen. The freaks could be making it happen. What's worse, <laughs> that or a delivery person? Oh my god, you know how I feel. <gasps> semen. I know. My big fear is also semen in my in my food. Oh in my delivery. My god. This is what happens. You start ordering too much delivery and you figure <laughs> it's a numbers game. I'm bound to get something I creepy know. in my there's, bowl. There's bound to be some. Someone's gonna get freak in my bowl eventually, but <laughs> what if you order shoes? Um, <laughs> These shoelaces are semen. <laughs> shoelaces are semen. <laughs> just yeah, just semen being in places it shouldn't be. Oh, would you think you were King Midas for semen? Then maybe it's you. <laughs> you ever think about that, Naomi? Maybe it's you. I got the semen touch. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh. Ew, oh, that's a nightmare. Hey. Now that's a nightmare. Blumhouse. <laughs> You got you got our numbers. Oh my god. Um Andy, do you have a scary idea for something that could happen? I did. <laughs> it's more insane than it is and it's halfway I I got to say I thought of this before either of you started talking. So it is I imagined I just imagined this and it's I don't know if it's scary, but um this is where my brain goes sometimes. <laughs> you, so I, I make um, my own little yogurt parfaits for lunch sometimes, all right? And yep. I got a big thing of Trader Joe's Greek yogurt. And I was imagining, what if you open it up and you're, because it, 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 when you open it up, it's not settled or it's not right. like, it's not yeah. mixed. It's all, it's settled yeah. into like different layers. Yeah. So you have to mix it, right? Right, right? So you're mixing that and you get a little resistance. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's just like the, maybe it's just, you know, a little clump of it or something. You keep doing it, you still get that resistance. And you finally scoop down, and then there's a tiny little Ziploc bag filled with piss. Oh. <laughs> Drew Beckerman. Because what, what freaks me out about that, it's the finding something in my food is, is always a uh, fear. Yeah. Right? But it's that that's intentional. That wasn't an accident. Someone did that on purpose. And if it's that's, in a bag. Huh? If it's in a bag. If it's in, in a yogurt. bag. If it's in a tiny Ziploc bag. Tiny Ziploc. They wanted yeah. you to know eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that to me is, uh, it's the it's someone doing something to you. Someone doing something to you with intent. Mm. Uh, that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that freaks me out. Uh-huh. With oh. the same, it's the same thing as like a razor blade in a candy, in a candy bar Absolutely. when I was a child. Yes. That kind of fear. Yes. That, I'm... I have. I just bought a big thing of Greek yogurt today, <laughs> and uh, that is going to be on. I'm going to do a stir to make sure there's no resistance. You got to do a stir. Make sure there's no oh, resistance. You got to do a stir. And I'll tell you this, Naomi. Don't go to the airport. Uh, the oh well, now ivermectin. Ivermectin is Andrew. Put the ivermectin. We're wrapping up. Put the ivermectin down. <laughs> do not go to the airport in Boise, Idaho, <sighs> because the soap is warmed. Nope. The dispensed nope. soap is nope. like a warm and when it sprayed into my hand, I felt shame. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um please do tell our gentle listeners where they can follow you. Naomi, when your when your special comes out, tell us all. I don't know when it comes out. Sometimes okay, this spooky month though. So follow me <laughs> oh. on Instagram at Blackdress Comedy. And while you're on Instagram following me, why don't you come through and follow our podcast, right, Andy? Couples Therapy Pod. Episodes drop every Tuesday. We answer advice questions. We talk to fun people. It's a good time. Yeah. 
And of it course, is. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Andy Beckerman. Twitter for dumb jokes. Instagram <laughs> for pictures of our animals and Naomi. <laughs> oh, I truly, truly just uh, uh, from start to finish pleasure. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you can follow this little podcast at scary story underscore pod uh, on Instagram or Twitter. You can send us your scary stories at scary story pod at gmail.com. And one more thing you could do for us is get out forever. Dog. This has been a forever dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. <laughs>